Welcome to this edition of Rail Group on Air, the podcast series brought to you by Railway Age, Railway Track and Structures, and International Railway Journal. This is Railway Age Editor-in-Chief William C. Vantuono. My guest is Sinu Chindru, who is president of PS Technology, and uh, PS Technology uh, has developed a tool to assimilate uh, actual train information and produce highly detailed analysis of either uh, historic or hypothetical trains. We're going to get into that in just a bit. It's called Precision Train Builder. So, uh, Sinu, welcome to uh, to Rail Group on Air. It's good uh, good to have you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about PS Technology? What's uh, what, what the company does? Thank you, Bill. Uh, PS Technology was incorporated in 1988 uh, by a short-line railway here in Denver called Denver Rio Grande Western. Uh, it was started by railroaders. It is currently run by railroaders for railroaders. Originally, PST was known in the people management area, workforce management area, Six out of the seven class one railroads today use PST's crew management system. PST has expanded since uh, in the areas of payroll management, uh, your time to gross calculations, that is qualification, certification, familiarization, uh, training of the, the transportation employees, um, using simulators, uh, as well as a little known fact, but PST is the largest value added network uh, for B2B messaging in the rail space. Large class one railroads use uh, us as, as the channel for uh, exchanging uh, EDI or API through EDI or API uh, or data or their data with their, with their partners. Right. Uh, EDI being electronic data interchange. That is correct. And the other one you mentioned was? API. API, which is? Application Programming Interface. Okay. We can, those of you listening, you can add those to your growing list of acronyms. So what started as a crew management only company to what it is today in, uh, of course, managing all five critical resources uh, of the railroad, rail cars, locomotives, uh, employees, uh, network uh, management, as well as terminal management. PST has products, services, consulting in all of those areas um, yeah, with, with a vision for PST being to become that world-class technology provider for all railroads irrespective of their size or type of operation, freight or passenger, commuter, uh, or whatever, whatever their, their mode of operations. Well, this is where the industry is, is headed in all, all aspects. Uh, it's all artificial intelligence. Uh, a lot of this is becoming um, uh, automated. You know, the, the, right. uh, I guess if you go back to the old days of uh, uh, crew scheduling and crew calling, it's all done, you know, with paper and, and telephone, but now it's, right. uh, now it's completely, uh, completely automated and much more efficient. Uh, 
of course. So let's talk about precision train builder. What are some of the key functions of that? Precision train builder uh, is is built on PST's highly accurate analytical simulation engine. Uh, Our analytical simulation engine was built in 2005. And since then, we have been continually evolving that and enhancing that. Um, What Precision Train Builder in a nutshell does is it takes the company, the railroad's uh, track network data, it takes railroad's consist information, whichever train it is, you could could take a historical train um, consist or you could take an active train consist or a theoretical train consist where you may be just trying to uh, run uh, the train, but a longer train. Uh, so you can you can fictitiously make the consist up and submit that to this engine called Precision Train Builder. And its its role is to run that entire train on its on its route and uh, for the projected train and equipment characteristics, the length, the weight, um, and basically run those in a simulation mode and see if there are going to be any potential uh, in-train force imbalances, whether those are uh, forces lateral or vertical uh, or buffer draft, whatever those imbalances are, predict them so people that build the train know ahead of time whether or not the way the consist was submitted is going to run uh, without any issues. So it's basically taking our event recorder capabilities, which were, uh, which were basically doing a forensic analytics to do a more predictive analytics on future train consists or active train consists. So, uh, so this, is, this tool is very useful in, in planning, for example, possibly increasing train length. That is correct. Um, Oh, but also for uh, for uh, a very important uh, part of of operating a train is a long freight train is balancing the load, you yes, know, uh, uh, heavy you know loaded cars up front. I know I'm being very very simplistic here, but loaded cars up front, empty cars uh, toward the back of the train. So so you want to try to always minimize those train forces. So this, so when we started this conversation, we talk about a hypothetical train, say, okay, let's see what, what the forces are going to be uh, in this particular length of train, these particular loads. Does this, te- this technology take into account, for example, the type of freight, whether it's a, a, an auto, you know, an auto rack train with uh, uh, active cushioning devices, uh, you know, the different types of draft gear that might be employed, uh, wheel size, uh, uh, so on and so forth. 100%. It takes all of the physical characteristics of the equipment, the type of equipment, the, the length, the weight of each of those equipments are taken into consideration. Uh, besides that, the type of freight, uh, the type of train that is, um, as well as the weight, um, is also taken into consideration uh, for these calculations. So the, the job of precision train builder is not only uh, a Boolean yes or no of whether or not this train will make it, uh, but it is also to give recommendations that, hey, the way the consist is built, 
uh, will not make it uh, because of the excessive buffer draft, for, for instance. Uh, but if you change the consist and put uh, distribute the load and empty cars across the uh, across your train consist, or change the locomotive configuration from all conventional to uh, a distributed power configuration, mm -hmm. or uh, if it is already distributed configuration, uh, put a mid uh, a mid DPU engine in the middle of the train consist. So making those recommendations to finding a way, uh, in fact, Bill. Uh, for the railroad to be able to run the train at the desired length um, and, and hauling the desired uh, tonnage. That's the goal of PTB. It's right. not to say this is not going to work, uh, but it's to find that alternative consist configuration. Okay, so the platform will give a recommendation. Okay, you uh, for, for this particular train length with this type of load uh, on this particular uh, route, taking into account the physical characteristics of the railroad, grades, uh, uh, curves, uh, the, the signal spacing or, or, or block length, uh, all, the th all the many complicated things that come into operating train. Right. I'll give it a personality. I'm telling you <laughs> that you're gonna need a, a, you know, two units mid-train spaced this many cars apart and possibly, you know, then you're going to need this many units as uh, shoving at the rear and this many units up front. It's, it's, it's going to, essentially, it's going to build a train that will, that will optimize, first and foremost, uh, safe operations, correct? That's correct. Mm -hmm. Safety is the number one priority for PTB or any PST products, precision train builder, uh, specifically, asset utilization uh, will be improved. If you could actually run a longer train and the PTB provides that, and, and not, only, not only telling you, but actually visualizing that. So you could see um, that the original concepts that you have in mind would have had a, a, a force imbalance uh, and the suggested concepts would not because PTB would run that simulation and will show that uh, pictorially. And, and there is a lot of visual, um, I, I call it, it actually puts the science behind the art uh, of train mm -hmm. building and train mm -hmm. building. That that is about the way to sum uh, sum it all up. Yeah, and and uh, you know, for experienced operating people uh, who started uh, way before this sort of technology was available, at building a train and doing all this planning, you could call it an, an art form. Getting that precision, optimizing that consist was a difficult thing to do. So this actually makes makes doing that um, a bit easier? Is, is that the right, the right word to use? Yeah, easier and more accurate. More accurate, okay, and, and accuracy is, uh, is, is key here. Maintenance of way, planning for uh, uh, rail replacement, uh, grinding, tire replacement, ballast, everything that goes into maintenance of way. Uh, a lot of that has to do with, of course, the amount of tonnage that's run over, over a particular section of, of rail, okay, over, over a particular route, uh, has to, and that, all these factors, uh, the types of consists and all that, that, that comes into play. Now, can this, can the precision train builder, the, the data, can that be, can that data be translated into or help a maintenance of way program? In other words, transferring it from the operating or mechanical department to the engineering department. 
That, that, that's correct. So uh, a lot of the PTB data and the models that we have used are going to become um, data elements that the railroad would want to integrate with their other data sources, such as from the mechanical PTC uh, engineering groups and derive uh, bigger value streams from big data analytics. Um, at this point, uh, we have not seen the opportunities for integration specifically with maintenance of way, but we have seen opportunities of looking at uh, safety incidents, looking at productivity uh, for uh, particular routes of trains or um, integrating that with uh, crew data and you know, remedial training for crew management uh, or for t employees. Uh, for operating this train safely. We have seen a half a dozen really deep integration opportunities. Maintenance of way is not one of them yet. Yeah. Do you think now that positive train control is really uh, what we're, we're, we're 99% there with, the, with what most many people in the industry call PTC 1.0? It's the safety overlay, okay? And moving on to PTC 2.0, where you have all the, where you take the available bandwidth and you can lay a lot of information on, on top of that and start integrating all this stuff. Do you, uh, did you see that as uh, the next step and, and uh, getting the most out of, out of technology like this? Does, I'm not suggesting it's dependent upon PTC 2.0, but do you see PTC 2.0 as a, a more advanced platform to, to help us do, do these sorts of things? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I do. PTC 1.0 has been really helpful for technologies such as Precision Train Builder. Um, if you look at the track data that we referred to, which is... Uh, absolute necessity, the track, the accurate track network database uh, for technologies such as Precision Train Builder was possible because of the investments that the railroads have made in a technology called PTC 1.0. I see endless possibilities um, with PTC 2.0 and integration opportunities for technologies such as PTB you know, in PST's PTB with, with, those, with that platform. I would think so. Uh, you know, going back uh, uh, years, and I've, I've, been, I've been at this uh, for almost 30 years, and, uh, you know, all the, the controversy surrounding, surrounding PTC. And uh, while this is a huge investment uh, as an industry, we're investing $15 billion, whatever the number is, and you know, uh, where is the return on investment? Where is the return on investment? And that's, a, you know, the railroads never, uh, never said it wasn't worth doing for safety reasons. But, you know, as privately owned companies uh, that, that have to answer to, you know, obviously are in business to make money, uh, even though there are some people out there who don't want us to make money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But, uh, you know, where where is the return on investment? So it would seem to me that uh, it was worth the investment, especially if we can start to leverage these technologies 
like precision train builder and other other systems that can can be integrated would you would you agree completely and that's a great one word answer for a long winded question <laughs> <laughs> So, Sinu, let's uh, let's talk about some of the uh, capabilities of Precision Train Builder, specifically uh, modeling, for example, and simulation. And then there was something else that really uh, piques my curiosity, and ha- that has to do with uh, we, we we had talked about in-train physics, but actually drilling it down to the car level or even the component level. Uh, yeah, excellent question, Bill. We thought, uh, in order to answer that question, I have to go back on the journey of our our, uh, uh, simulation platform. Uh, When we started this first in 2005, we have invested heavily in building a platform for all of our simulations. That is core to our simulation platform. We, unlike many other simulation models, we take each equipment um, as a unit and then we get physical characteristics from Amler at each component level uh, of that equipment and use them in our physics model rather than using the train, the entire train as one unit and using mathematical formulae. Uh, it's all based on the physical characteristics of the equipment. The other thing is we use, we have 50% of the market share uh, in, in class one space for for uh, training simulators. Uh, The platform that we use to train the locomotive engineers, conductors, RCO operators, as well as the one that we use for event recorder-based forensic analytics or predictive analytics for future trains or or fictitious uh, concepts, it's the same. So we, we do this with the end goal of safety being a cultural thing in railroads, meaning you are going to predict what's going to happen. You're going to train your engineers on the same platform. Overall, it's going to improve your productivity, but more importantly, safety. So actually, uh, I guess uh, in a nutshell, you could say uh, technology like this, its application in all its iterations can help railroaders become better railroaders and safer railroaders. Would you agree with that? 100% 100% safety is PTB's number one goal, followed by asset utilization, productivity, and velocity improvements. Tell us about your background as, as a closer uh, to this. You've, uh, you've, how long have you been in, in the industry? You, you mentioned that the company itself was founded in uh, 1988. 1988 was when PST was founded. I joined the rail industry in 1997 as a contract software developer for Union Pacific. And I continued with them till 2011. And since 2012, I've done different roles uh, at PST before getting promoted into the current role that I'm in um, uh, as the president of the company. Prior to this, my expertise in the rail industry uh, has always been building uh, technology products, particularly software, um, a little bit of hardware for locomotive management, locomotive and rail car maintenance aspects, the overall transportation control systems, and inside PST, predominantly on the crew management side and on the simulation side. Sinu, 
Thank you for joining us. It's always uh, refreshing to talk about the future. Things are happening at such a uh, an advanced pace. Uh, you know, technology is advancing exponentially, and the, and that includes the rail industry. And it's companies like yours that are that are helping that along. Thanks so much uh, for joining us. Have a safe day. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, this was excellent. I, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you. Um, and uh, I, I completely agree. Our role, PST's job, uh, is to be the advocate for technology and um, impress railroads uh, on what they can do, what the potential uh, that the technology has in improving their top line revenue um, and also improving uh, their operations from safety, productivity, and velocity standpoint.